Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Maleko and Flash podcast. I'm Maleko. Hey, and I'm Flash. And we are back uh, with another weekly dose of uh, all things Hawaii. Uh, we got some cool stuff for you today. We actually um, are going to get right into things. First of all, we have to n- introduce our audience of one slash special guest slash super celebrity uh, who is here to talk about a new film project that is, uh, is actually taking off very quickly. Um, so Flash, if yes. you would. Uh, well, this not only is she a very famous local artist, she just recently completed a mural for Powwow. And as far as I know, she is the only local female film producer besides Edgy Lee. <laughs> I, I could be wrong, but it is Nicole Naone. Right on, Nicole. Hey. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's cool to have you here. We're, we're, um, we're stoked to have you in. Like, it's, it, you're very. This is very contemporary to have a, a, a guest in the studio who's working on a project that is getting a lot of buzz right now. So it's uh, this is hot. We're striking while the iron is hot. Yes. Uh, let's talk about Waikiki, the film. Um, not just, Waikiki, uh, like... No, not like the, the tourist right. trap, but like <laughs> the film. Uh, you've got a Kickstarter going. Um, you've got some budgeting. You've got, you've, there's people throwing some big support your way. We're stoked for this. Um, and there's a trailer. Yes. Should we start with the trailer? Sure. This is the trailer. So clearly, there's going to be some translation lost here because it's a mo- it's a video. Yes. So just, just imagine really amazing visuals. It's really the o- the only downside of a podcast, <laughs> or the upside because you don't need to see Maleko's face. Oh. Either way. Oh my. Waikiki is about contemporary Hawaii. This is an authentic story about what it's really like to live in Hawaii. Hekiyoni. The concept of Malama Aina that Chris has running as a background theme, it is so deeply a part of this film. It's nice that there is an epic role like this. She's so many things. She's, she's strong. She's also weak. She's incredibly intense. And she's also incredibly fragile. I think this movie is going to be very well received. There's a vacuum for this kind of material out there. Uh, and the audience in this particular case will get a chance to finally see the real Hawaii. This project started off as an adaptation of a screenplay called Karaoke Kings. That screenplay was supported by the Sundance Native Labs, without whose support this project would not have been possible. And I presented it to the Hawaii film community and they gave everything to make sure that this project could get done and without them, we wouldn't have a film. Although the story is specifically about Hawaii, the themes that the story deals with and the connection between the characters, I think people from all over the world relate to. It makes it important for anybody who cares about justice on the global scale and human survival. Currently the film is in post-production. There's so many things involved in that. There's color editing, sound editing, sound design. That's what we need your help for. I feel like that story needs to be told. You know, and whoever is going to help tell it, they should be proud that they're helping tell it. Mahalo no kokokua me mai. I just want to say thank you very much for your support of Waikiki. So that's uh, just an audio clip of the trailer. You can go on YouTube and watch the whole thing. But um, 
Talk real quick. First of all, we heard from some of the actors in in the trailer. There, uh, we heard from from some community members. Actually, it was really cool to see how it all put together. Some behind the scenes shot there. Mm-hmm. The film's done. It's shot. It's in the can. It just needs editing. It needs Correct. to be put together uh, for the screen. Uh, well, what rough, was the process like for you? Yeah. So the rough's already done, and as you can tell um, from uh, from that clip you just heard, it's like a really sweet, lighthearted rom com. <laughs> So it's it's very easy to get uh, to get funding when it's such a really sweet, lighthearted film. Um, and then also just to just to circle back, I'm definitely not the only <laughs> female uh, producer from Hawaii. Um, definitely want to plug a friend of mine, Kiara Lacey, who just came out with a really amazing documentary. She also went through the Sundance Labs. Uh, Connie uh, Flores also has Hula Girl oh, Productions. Yeah, Connie. She's a fellow producer with me on this project. Everybody, I love yeah, Connie. Con- exactly. Yeah, so it's definitely. I don't. I barely know what I'm doing. They're like <laughs> actual real people. Um, but no, yeah, it's been it's been intense and it's been really um, it's been really really intense and amazing filmmaking is quite a business it's intense for sure before we go any further nicole uh we're going to continue with all of this in the podcast i want to just i wanted to get that out of the way so people could actually hear a little bit about what we're about to talk about but Mm. um we got some traditions here at the podcast business Mm. we have to take care of first of all there's a bar we need to set up some drinks so we need uh we need a drink of the day uh Mm. what's your favorite thing to drink what uh, when you go to a bar? What's your cocktail du jour? What do you what do you like to make the bartender whip up? Flash is gonna give me crap about this. What's up? So my well, my favorite is Apartment Three, and Trevor, the bartender, um, used to give me crap that I was too thin. So he would put about like thirty garnishes <laughs> onto, and he would say, "Eat something," and it was it, it was literally just like a Shirley Temple with like thirty garnishes onto a toothpick. So I would say that number one. Okay, okay we're gonna pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't. Flashy's gonna tease me. I'm like the annoying person that will like order a Shirley Temple. Like she, I'm the worst. No, she drinks Crown Rocks. I believe. Shut up! I wanted to. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Korean. But like alone, like alone watching Gilmore Girls. Oh my god. That's <laughs> yeah, Crown Rocks. This is, is amazing. All right. Well, that's it the drink is. of the day, kids. Oh, it's I'm Crown. So outed. It is so outed right now. <laughs> Crown Rocks, or if you prefer a Shirley Temple with excessive garnish. No. I was trying to be cute. I was trying to, he's just outing me. It is. It's like Crown Rocks or like a warm Jameson. Ooh. Like I found it in my trunk. Like we did that the other sad. day, actually. Who was it that, that made us drink Jameson? Ellie Mack made oh, us drink Jameson. Yeah, all day. Anyway, I'm, I'm down with this. Uh, Crown it's Rocks fine. is great. So that's the drink of the day. The word of the day is movie. Sure. We're going to say that a lot. I is bet. it Pee Wee Hermany? Is it yeah, like, like every time you say game? yeah, every time you say the word of the day, you have oh, to take a drink. Fun things. Yeah. yeah. So you can choose your noisemaker of choice. So every time your job is to hear the word of the day and then make a noise. So when you hear the word movie, you're going to make this sound. Pick one. Can I do both? You want to yeah. do both? I okay. Want to do both. All right. I so want two it's, it's the Morocco Bell. Nicole likes a double fist. Hey yo. Hey yo. All right. So that's the word of the day. That's the drink of the day. Every time you hear the word movie starting now, you will take a drink of your Crown Rocks. Give Ugh. you a second to pour that out. Oh, so tasty. Okay. Now let's get back to it, man. Uh, the the film is it's been shot. Uh, you've got some very talented actors in the film. Uh, Danny does an incredible job. Oh, just amazing. Uh, just. Um, what was it like for her to get into this character? I mean, it's I can't I can't speak to her craft. From my perspective, it just all looks like magic. 
it's, I mean, it's literally Chris Kahunahana, our director, giving some notes, reading something, and then they're just magic. They just crank it out and just, as a producer, having read it from the screenplay and then seeing it happen in front of you in real life is like, whoa, I don't, you know, it's pure magic. Uh, one thing we haven't mentioned yet, and this is what I feel is one of the most important uh, components of the entire feature, is it's written, produced, directed, and starring native local Hawaiians. So, so we're not we're not going to cast uh, a bunch of white people from the mainland to play Hawaiians. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Huh, we couldn't afford them. <laughs> we we so, actually tried. We tried so hard to whitewash. Zach Galifianakis wasn't available. He wasn't you know? available. We tried really, really hard. And Jack White. I mean, I'm just thinking of all these super no, native yeah. looking. Uh, what's her face? Emma, Emma, whatever oh, that yeah. played Emma like Stone. the Emma Asian. Yeah, we really wanted Asian, Asian Emma Stone, and we just couldn't afford her. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got stuck with like actual brown people. It's it's a bummer. Now but, that's got to be know. a first, I think. I mean, when you talk about a film production, I mean, I'm sure there's been local films that have been shot here, but when you talk about a production that's meant for a mass audience, Word. a yeah. feature um, film, and not a, a feature film, a feature, uh, not a doc. Yeah. Most feature film producers, you know, they shoot for Hollywood actors. So, what was the choice to stay local? Um, I mean, and we didn't, you figure like Peter Shinkoda is a, um, is Canadian. So I would say he's our, our one. He was like in Nobu's, he's Nobu and Daredevil and Marvel and all of that. So we right, did have. So you got have, your token in there. A, a word. We did have Token a, a, professional real actor. Hot, no, absolutely. And, <laughs> um, but he, we were like, okay, cool though. We can still check, um, uh, Asian box because they're even whitewashing Asians, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're even doing, and so it, it was important for us to at least keep it, you know, authentic to Hawaii, which is a lot of brown and a lot of yellow. And I that's mean, it's, kind it is of part of the theme of the movie, it's just too, accurate, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of plays into that as well. Absolutely. What's the movie about? I mean, if you can picture the word Waikiki, um, but then with that tiny little TM in the top corner, mm -hmm. that's kind of the film. It's like about Waikiki, the brand, and Waikiki, the construct. Um, more than the place, and what does it actually cost to make Waikiki the brand happen? Ooh. I do have to say, after seeing one of the rough cuts, is if you're from Hawaii or you live in Hawaii, you're going to see a version of Hawaii, a real version that you've yeah. never seen on screen before. And it's very uh, exciting and inspiring to see uh, the local humor Oh, totally. uh, the local representation, the like, you know, the Korean mama-sans, the, the like yes. LNL drive-ins, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. like, it's a real side of Hawaii that is, I don't think ever been seen on film before. And as a local person, that's really exciting. Now, are, is this going to confuse people on the mainland who've only seen Hawaii Five-0, who've only seen uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter, you know, mm -hmm, like, I mean, mm -hmm, people who, who picture Hawaii and then they're like, what do you mean? For sure. I mean, we kind of, um, in terms of like research and development, the way that we approached that was we looked at a lot of um, African-American filmmaking where they're speaking about, you know, their communities and their art forms like rap or hip hop and all of that stuff. Um, or I Africa. Or Africa, <laughs> what, Wakanda, what have you. And, um, you know, there are things that you can do in films to make them still relatable, even if it's not your specific community. The feeling of loss, the feeling of happiness, the feeling of, you know, there's certain key issues that regardless of race or location, you know, you absolutely can connect to them. So the feeling, feeling good. So oh. people get into the movie and then uh, movie, movie. Um, and at the same time, 
relate to the characters. It doesn't, so the, the characters are relatable despite the location being unfamiliar. Yeah, you know, there's certain human themes that, um, and that was really important to us too. I think that that um, when you're dealing with hashtag authenticity, we wanted it to be real and uh, let people know that just because it's authentic and that it's real and that you don't specifically deal with these issues, it doesn't mean it's not your issue. You know what I mean? We're a human population. This mm. is like a world issue. Um, and, it, and it is relatable. And it doesn't need to be whitewashed to be relatable. Mm -hmm. You can see a brown person and still relate to them. You know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, hopefully we achieve that. Uh, you actually just contributed to another major art project, uh, an annual one in Honolulu, Pow Wow. I did. Um, I you did. had a collaboration uh, with Solomon. I did. So much fun. So much fun. The boys at Pow Wow, uh, Jeff and Gamea and Jasper are, I mean, they're just doing it. They're killing it. It's amazing. Where's well, your mural? Where can we see it? Did you do a mural with Solomon Enos? You yes. You guys had one together? So we, we collabed and, and joined joined forces and Captain Planeted it. It was like really amazing. <laughs> Definitely go see it. Good time to the Nin film. <laughs> 90s reference. Uh, yeah. I'm to <laughs> no, I'm in my 20s. I'm a, I'm a cool mom. I'm young. I'm super young. Um, no, this is a great tie-in. So the, the location that we got is actually that giant fitted warehouse. It's got like a half pipe in it. It's huge. And fitted is all also um, giving us some merch for our Kickstarter. Ah. So it's, a you know, Ola at Fitted is always extremely supportive of, of Native Hawaiians and our projects. And so I wasn't surprised that he wanted, you know, me and Saul on his wall and that when he heard about Waikiki, he wanted to get involved. Really so, cool guys. So Ola and Fitted is actually making exclusive Waikiki yes. gear just for the Kickstarter. That's pretty awesome. So Which, people, by the way, people we, who contribute will get some some swag. Yeah, we actually yeah. haven't talked about the Kickstarter yet. <laughs> well, we mentioned it earlier. Uh, how do people find the Kickstarter? Just type in Waikiki the movie. I'm guessing. Yep, WaikikiTheFilm.com/slash/Kickstarter. Uh, or if you already are one of those people that like already have an account and stuff, just look up Waikiki. Any of our websites, any of our socials. I mean, it's pretty. It's flooded. Okay. It's also actually uh, Kickstarter is made Waikiki one of their featured film projects. Yeah. Oh, Which nice. is really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's totally. great. So it gets bumped up to the front. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. there's people, there's potentially people who can contribute that have no connection to Hawaii that just want to see some good films. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's super cool. Uh, as a mural artist, uh, you know, having worked on putting something together for Pow Wow, um, does that, what's that uh, do for your creativity? Do you now look at buildings and think, oh my God, I could totally, <laughs> I could totally put something on that building. So funny. I actually, I just took a billion photos of your guys' lobby in here because there was like these amazing decals. Um, I think, <laughs> oh, sorry. That actually, actually worked. Yeah, that's sure. That kind of thing. The, um, I, I mean, I guess so. I, I mean, I honestly really just care about the community aspect of it. I definitely wish as like a kid I got to see powwow existing, you know? I think mm. it's more important in that in that aspect of children growing up seeing how possible it is to make something on a large scale or for art to be relevant or for art to matter. To me, that's definitely more of, I think, the, the beauty of, of powwow, for sure. It's really cool when you drive through kind of a neighborhood that powwow is <laughs> taken care of, and mm -hmm. it's just like, it just totally changes the whole vibe yeah. of that community. Yeah, and it keeps graffiti off the wall, you know? I mean, it's, I realize that it's, it's street art, but, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, there's, a, there's some sort of unspoken respect. You know, graffiti artists oh, yeah. who will tag any concrete building, whatever, they don't touch the murals. Yeah. Actually, mm -hmm. it happened mm -hmm. once this past year. Somebody did. Uh, but I think that person, no that person got stuck 
swift street retribution. Like, oh, yeah. It must have happened quickly because within a day, the mural was fixed. They're and tagging the inside of their coffin right now. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> it's super gnarly. So what's harder for you, uh, pinning the mural, pinning a mural on the side of the building or producing a film? Ooh. Um, producing a film times about <laughs> a billion. <laughs> I'm super, um, I, I'm super robot in terms of art. So even if it's sculpture or this, I mean, this was just 2D, that I'll just, uh, I'll crank it out. And I'm a really good sprinter. Long distance, at least for me, I mean, I'm a smoker, so breathing's hard. So mm -hmm. long distance is rough. You figure this has been four years with this film. So it's it's intense. It's that's a, intense. That's quite a commitment. It is. And I have commitment issues. <laughs> So four years is about it. That's <laughs> don't we all? Please, please give money to this film. I would get out now. Um, yeah, it's intense, but it's, I mean, what's really beautiful, I mean, not to be using buzzwords, but like super hashtag community. That's definitely something that I think the film world and this long of a process, you meet so many people. It takes a village. It absolutely takes a village to raise a film. And the community support in Hawaii um, across any ethnicity, across any social class, it's huge. It's so cool. They're just like, yes, please make this film. It's important. So we're really lucky for sure. Has a film like this come out of Hawaii that has been able to get some national recognition? I mean, can you think of a project um, that has broken that barrier? Totally. Um, I would say Haumana from the late uh, Kale. I don't know if you guys remember him. Absolutely stunning, amazing hula dancer. Um, it was called Haumana, and it went huge. It went it went pretty big within that um, hula community. Documentary? Uh, no. No, not documentary, yeah. And he... Um, he did, uh, I would say, just within that hula performing arts community, did very well, which is actually a huge community. So, um, yeah, I would say him um, and then Docs. But, I mean, I would say I would mostly, or at least what a lot of people have been comparing this to, is Once We're Warriors from New Zealand. Mm, okay. That's very much so yeah. sort of that, that the thread that I would sort of string us along in for sure. And there has been a pattern of uh, local community projects out of New Zealand mm -hmm. crossing. I mean, you're, we're literally and figuratively surrounded by a border, you know, just getting films over the ocean and into the other communities is hard. It's hard for island communities like ours. Um, I like to I like to call them bridges. I like to I keep telling people that the water is a bridge. It's not a it's not a a barrier. You're, oh, I like that. Flip it. Right. Yeah. Hashtag marketing. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag positive spin. Um, but yeah, and it's it's hard too because a country like New Zealand funds films. They'll be like, here's a couple million dollars, make yeah. a cool film. So it, it is sort of tricky in the environment that we're in where it's, you know, we need a Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that little indie feature, Lord of the Rings, did pretty well. It, not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> yeah. But see, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, so those films, they have to pay a lot of money to the country of New Zealand to shoot there. Mm. And then the country of New Zealand then funds local films. From that money. Yeah. Oh, so that's good then. So it's, it's good to have both. Is Hawaii uh -huh. doing that? Because there's a, obviously a ton of major studio films being shot here. No comment. Oh, okay. That's a no. But absolutely love the film community here in Hawaii. <laughs> and they have been extremely supportive in the ways that they can. And we absolutely appreciate their support. She says <laughs> reading off of her three by five no, note card. They have. They have. What they can do, they do, which is, which is awesome. So is there a bridge from Hawaii to the Oscars, you think? 
Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, what's her face already walked over there? The one with the Clooney and super cool, kind of like a Punahoe. Yeah. Um, Cowie Hemmings. Yeah. Yeah. Brooke. Yeah. So it's definitely, to me, anytime somebody does something, people are waiting. Like, the audience is there. Like, they want to know what's authentic. I mean, I feel like even, I went to a meeting, uh, like a workshop at uh, at an HGA thing, and they were talking about how Waikiki needs to be more authentic because tourists don't even like an inauthentic place at this point, you know? But people say they want authentic, and then they go to cast someone like me in the role of, like, you know, King Kamehameha or something. (laughs) So... Like that would be offensive are, to everyone. <laughs> are, are are they just giving lip service to this, or do you think people really actually want authentic? Well, we like to hold people accountable, mm. and so that's kind of where we're at. It's it's kind of people saying they want authentic, and then me literally taking them to a chicken fight and saying, "What about now?" I mean, it's you know. I mean, again, you know, circling back, I think this is one of the most exciting things about Waikiki, besides the movie itself is good and interesting, is the fact that it's written, produced, directed, starring, you know, local Native Hawaiians. No, for sure. I mean, to me, the biggest is is Christy. Ooh, not Christy. Chris. Christopher Kahunahana, mm-hmm. our director-writer. So that's a big <laughs> one. Is there have been a lot of... Uh, uh, Native Hawaiian producers or actors or even um, just locally grew up here that have done stuff. But having somebody who from, you know, they didn't get a story and dire- it's he wrote it and directed it. And um, Chris has gotten the official kind of stamp from the Sundance oh, labs. He, I mean, a few. St- yeah, he's gone through all of he's been through their writing labs. He's been through their um, native labs. He's been through the I mean, so it's kind of like he's done writer labs for like, OK, cool. You're good for Brown. Right. Like you're like a good as a token brown guy, but then has even gone into the ones where has nothing to do with being brown. Just you're just good, period. He's mm. done like Sundance um, screenwriter intensive labs for that where it's like a bajillion people apply and they're like, we want you one of 10 people like it's. Yeah, he's um, he's got a lot of talent and a lot of drive and is really um, shockingly just killing it in, in that way for having like come out of Nalo, you know. So Sundance is supporting this movie. Absolutely. So Sundance, I the the term Sundance people think of the festival. The festival is run by a um, labs program. That's all of like the Robert Redford stuff where a lot of these films when they are like, I'm doing air quotes backed by Sundance, <laughs> that's what that means is that they've either given funds or connections or education or any of those things and across the board in so many different avenues, Sundance has really, really supported this film. That's a huge leg up for huge. any production. I Absolutely, would imagine. Yeah, huge. We should have changed the word of the date of film. <laughs> We've said film a lot. Oh, we, we don't do say they, movie very much. Right? Nobody's drunk. They're interchangeable. Film. Everybody have a drink right now. Just movie, <laughs> film, film, movie, film, film, movie, film. 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 <laughs> From now on, the words are interchangeable. When you oh. hear any sort of reference to film, celluloid, <laughs> Malek- movie, Maleko's like DVD. All, all this Hawaiian like film produced stuff is cool, but let's drink. I was like, can <laughs> I can I can I get a refill here? All right. <laughs> uh, let me let me go back to the Oscars for just a second. Uh, you, you saw the Oscars last weekend. Do, do you watch the Oscars? I, I'm I'm Joan Rivers is gone. I'm like, there's. I just yeah, want to yeah. watch okay. that beginning. The red carpet. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but I want to. But did you? But you, you know did. the movies you won. Yes. Um, did you see any of those films? I really, really want to see that one with the chick and the fish. That's the one I care about. I haven't <laughs> the seen shape it yet. Of water. Yes, shape of Water. Shape of Water. That's it, the one. Funny story. Have you, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, but, so none but, of us have seen the but, movie. But you know, you know what it's about, right? It's about it's about this this chick who bangs a fish, pretty much, right? I mean, that's <laughs> stories that need to be told, you guys. Like, honest movie trailer review. <laughs> chick bangs fish. Yes. The end. That's, <laughs> that's it. Emoji. You can that's, you can do the plot line yeah. in emojis. Yeah. Right. Note to film producer: That's what sells. All right. That's what sells. Chicks banging fish. So the uh, the movie came out and it won, of course, the best picture. And that caused an unexpected spike in sales on Etsy. Of what? A fil- huh? uh, an artist on Etsy created dozens of adult toys based oh on my. the movie Uh-oh. The Shape of Water. Oh, my. Now, based on what I told you the movie's about, you can probably figure out what was made here. So this lady... Eggplant emoji. <laughs> eggplant emoji. So this artist created a whole bunch of uh, Shape of Water sex toys and they sold out in less than 20 minutes after the film won Best Picture. It was actually all Flash. Flash purchased <laughs> all of them super in bulk. Excited. Uh, just one buyer. Did I show you the picture? Here's a picture. Um, obviously, podcasters are just going to have to go Google this. But, uh, we'll pi- describe it. Uh, they, they, look, they look like like tobacco pipes. You know, I mean, they're super weird green glass, twisted. You know, I mean, they're pretty. So it looks like yours. <laughs> Something would be definitely wrong. Uh, the funny thing is, is that you know they're an artist's interpretation of what that might have looked like. And Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, uh, he actually the director, the director of the film, he was actually shown one of these oh, art pieces, and uh, and he had this to say about uh, taking a look at the sex toys. I don't think it's an accurate representation, <laughs> but you know, so be it. What you do is. It's some form of fan art. <laughs> which so which implies that he's thought long and hard about what this hey thing was supposed oh. to look like. <laughs> I, I mean, they have to have production meetings, initial production meetings, production design meetings, where they're probably discussing, do we show it? Do we not show it? If we show it, what's it going to look like? So, of course, they, of course, this came up. 100%. Yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> Just want to be in the design meeting where somebody's like, what does a fish blank look like? Yeah, of, cor- of course <laughs> you do. Fish blank. What's a fish blank? What's a fish blank look like? <laughs> We'd use the actual word, but iHeartRadio censors us. That's okay. We, we, can say, you, we can say the South Park word, fish sticks. Fish sticks? Fish, fish sticks. sticks. Fish I, love, sticks. I love the fish sticks. Love They're delicious. Fish <laughs> 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 oh, my God. All right. Yeah, you've got a Kickstarter event coming up. Uh, I do. March 25th. Yes. Tell me flashy. about that. <laughs> With no more. Yeah. So, so it's going to be... Cue the marketing guy. Go. Yeah. So it's going to be a Sunday, March 25th at uh, the Hard Rock Cafe, Hard Rock Honolulu, uh, over there on Beachwalk from 1 to 4 p.m. There's going to be live music. There's going to be DJs. You can meet the cast and crew of the film. There's going to be uh, hosted food and drinks. Wait, just real quick. Is um, Just want to clarify. So it's free food and drinks? Free food and... You, 
Sure. Free, Free food and drinks. Yes. Yes. Hosted by Waikiki the film, basically. Oh, wow. That's a really cool event, Flash. <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Also, well done. Um, wow, that's really big of you, Flash. That's yeah. nice to donate I, all that food and drink. I'm a giver. It's, it's like my biggest downfall. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, I, I believe Information and Fitted are going to have some exclusive swag there. No, totally. Even um, one that I'm really excited about is Crystal Treasures, who made um, in the film our actress is wearing these like epic earrings. And um, she's created uh, uh, matching ones that we're going to auction off on Kickstarter. So you can have the actual earrings from, from the film that our actress wears the whole time. Oh, and very gorgeous. Cool. The yeah, actress, nice. Danny. What's Danny's last name? I'm going to say it wrong. Zalapani? Yes. Zalapani? Is she's going to be there? I say Zamiao Meow. I don't know. Zamiao Meow. Zamiao Meow. And I'm just doing it wrong on purpose and I'm not screwing it up. Yeah. Right. She's definitely going to be there. She's absolutely, she's like drool worthy, beautiful. She's, she's gorgeous. She's, she's gorgeous. So she's gorgeous. so talented. It's amazing. And then Jason, uh, too. Oh my gosh. Jason Quinn. Yeah. Oh, I've watched the clips of Jason Topless a lot. I keep trying to figure out ways to make him show up to events without his shirt on. It's really <laughs> this difficult. Is, this is going to sound weird, but he's. He's much better looking in real life than he is in the movie. Well, he's really mean in the movie. Yeah, he's he's like kind of like local brada brada in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in real yeah. life, he's like this like handsome model guy. No, totally. Yeah, in the, in the film, he's you know his character is it's he's it's an intense intense character, and I think you kind of project your image of mm, that mm -hmm. dude onto him, which is great acting, right? But yeah, you see him in real life. It's like oh, you are literally a Gucci model, right? <laughs> and he doesn't like come across as like local blah blah. No, yeah, and he's super. He's the sweetest. I mean, That's even great if acting. he did, yeah. no, yeah, he's absolutely. I mean, it was tricky. We saw him in a play, and um, we were like, "This guy's so amazing!" And then he came. Um, he came to the audition, and and he read the lines, and uh, Chris and I were both kind of like. Because you know how you can you don't want to screw up pigeon like it's just the worst sounding thing ever when people screw up pigeon. It's bad. This is why it's I don't talk in pigeon exactly. Yeah. And um, but he we were you know we were kind of concerned about that and so we you know kind of gave him a note of like you know more and we didn't realize he grew up in Eva Beach so he just busted it out and we were like <laughs> oh my okay oh. you can so do that hired hired no yeah he's yeah. <laughs> It was it was really cool. that has that has to be one of the worst things about the I mean we'll call it the whitewashing or whatever but when you you have to speak pigeon mm -hmm. to be represented as somebody from Hawaii mm -hmm. but when you don't pick someone from Hawaii to do it the sound of fake Ooh. pigeon it's has to be so one of the worst bummer. sounds, the one of the worst, worst accents in the world. Absolutely. The worst. Absolutely. Talk it's about uh, cultural appropriation. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so bad. so hurtful. It's basically just Yoda. It's like, no, you're Yoda. That's yeah. not. Yeah. That's I was born pigeon. and raised. I, I refuse to speak it unless I'm drunk. If I'm talking pigeon, I'm definitely yeah. drunk. Still doesn't sound right. What's, what's the name of the guy? <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. What's his, the actor's name? Uh, he was in Force Company. Force Gump. Gump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Gary, Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise. So, like, he does. Like, it's so bad, it's hilarious when no. he does his local... Rob Schneider. Oh, Rob Schneider. Oh, right? 51st Dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob, he's, yeah Rob he's the worst. But it's so bad. In all bad facets of life. That it's but fine. Like, it's, it's fine. It went full circle. No, yeah. absolutely. He, uh, like, has a glass eye. It's like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Give it him an eye. It's whatever. <laughs> it's like, if you're going to be bad, it has to be that, that bad. bad. But Rob Schneider is clearly, like, purposely not, like, trying to be authentic. Yeah. He's not, like, method acting it. He's, he's being a... a, a a, a farce yeah, yeah, of yeah. a farce, I think. I hope. I mean, I if, he, yeah, if he was I going hope. for an Oscar, he missed <laughs> he yeah. by a mile. Yeah. <laughs> well, and even even just the thought of, um, you know, I, I really like Danny's character. Danny switches in and out of 
very eloquent English to like Big Island Pigeon to like Kaimuki Pigeon. Mm. You know, she definitely, um, I love that about her character. She she kind of flips. It's that, that thing when you're working three different jobs and you have like your job interview voice, you have your waitress voice, you have your buy me drink, you are a waitress voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also know? that's a real representation of that's Hawaii. That's what I'm saying. It's is so Hawaii. What you Wait see, a minute though. I, I mean, this is going to look probably bad as I say it, but I never really realized there was pigeon dialects. Oh, 100%. What? I mean, go to North Shore. A dude from North Shore does not sound the way a dude from Waianae does. They're both speaking pigeon, but it is a very different sort of pigeon. Um, and we liked that, too, of just the nuances I want of examples. Right, give me an example. Well, I mean, again, oh, you'd have to fake gosh. it. And it's like, no, well, okay. she can fake it better than us. She's I mean, Hawaiian. Uh, We're not. <laughs> I feel, okay, like I feel, I feel like Kauai pigeon is very vowel-y. Like, give me a word. Here, okay, Kauai pigeon would be like, <laughs> like strawberry. Like, Lead would be like strawberry. And then like a Kaimoki pigeon would be like strawberry. And then like a Hilo, but you know what I mean? It's like a ah. Like the Asian-y ones are like strawberry. Like oh it's, the, you gosh. know what I mean? Versus You're, like I, strawberry. I can hear it as you say it. As but it never it. occurred to me that right. those were, yeah, that totally makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's totally, but that's what, I, and I love that about her character, it's because even just in terms of, yeah, local cultures, people go, oh, either it's pigeon or English, the end, and it's like, oh, right. no way, is there so many nuances within our culture, you there's know? there's usually in movies or TV or whatever, someone speaking pigeon, it's completely exaggerated, exactly. and like you said, somehow they can't. They can't toggle back and forth, exactly. but in real life, you do you're constantly toggling back and I mean, forth. I mean, I'll speak like this, and then, but at the end of the day, when I leave here, if the if the chick in the toll booth thing uh, is local, and I know I don't have enough change, like my pigeon will just autopilot oh, yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, sorry, I do that sometimes too. Like, you know what I mean? It'll just happen. I don't. Just it'll just do. come out. Yeah. yeah I don't know. You know. There's definitely a time and a place to act like you're more local yeah. than other times. It's Word. True. But it's no different than like. You know, in in my family situation, it's like at home, everyone's speaking Spanish. And then you go out into the rest of the world and you're speaking regular I've English. never heard you speak Spanish. Not I said I didn't say me. I said my family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't even know they, you could. Yeah. No, I can't. But it's it's that same thing. <laughs> you don't speak Spanish. You don't speak I, pigeon. No. What good are you? I'm not really good for much. Freaking Kaiser boy. Yeah, I can. I'm really good at drinking Crown on the Rocks. <laughs> movie, movie. Oh, I'm like shaking the bell, movie. but nope. Movie. Tomorrow no. is International Women's Day. Uh, it's it coincides with the hashtag Me Too movement. It coincides mm-hmm. with the Never Again. Uh, it coincides with uh, uh, Enough. I mean, all of this kind of comes together. I mean, I would say it's the year of the woman, you know? I mean, finally, it's enough. And, Listen, and th- it's the always tides, the year of the woman. But the tides are <laughs> changing, you, you, you know? <laughs> so as, as, as this approaches, do you think, you know, I mean, here you are, uh, a, a female producer bringing a fantastic film with a big, powerful message? Not just a female producer and not just a female Hawaiian producer. She is a formal, former model who is like oh smoking God. hot. No. So I actually think <laughs> it makes it even harder if you're like a legit smoking hot chick as opposed to just like an average looking female versus like I'm a really hot tread, female. Tread lightly here. I know. Tread lightly. But, 
it's 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 actually harder for someone that's better looking because they're not going to take you seriously and they're only going to want to hit on you. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'll, I'll, I'll I will respond to that with a story. I'll respond to that with a please, story, please. Which is, and, and this has happened. I would say, I mean, I've had easily what 20, 30 art shows at this point within the past 10, 15 years, or five years, whatever. I'm like 20. I don't know. But the, um, <laughs> no, um, I have been at my own art show standing in front of like an 11 foot tall sculpture that I have made. My name is next to it. I'm wearing lays and people ask me if it's my birthday. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Oh. Like they're, it, they, they, they genuinely unassuming. assume that I made that or yeah. that this, that you're literally attending my art show. Yeah. <laughs> or even when I say, oh, hi, I'm working in this film, Waikiki the film, blah, 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 blah. And they go, oh, how cute. So you're working on a little short. No, it's a feature. Oh, so it's going to like permit. Nope, it's through Sundance. It's just kind of this very interesting thing that it's assumed. People just love to underestimate you. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, that's cute. Look at you. Mm. But that's got to be, that's gotta be part of your drive, though. I mean, that's got to work into your, your mean, F.U. attitude yeah, I mean, to make it work. It's your artistic ethos. I don't know. To me, it's, I, I find that, kind, to me, if you're dependent on anyone else for fuel whether it's negative or positive or anything like you're gonna run out of fuel i'm mm. into just being super narcissistic and talking to my mom and looking in the mirror and saying you're the best and like that's good like i don't even pay attention to mm. people like it people hate it whatever but a lot of your art really does speak to the female form oh, female absolutely. empowerment so super. that's that's a lot of what your artwork to is oh, just super, inherently yeah. about totally and that's that's the thing too is i feel like it doesn't even need to be self-referential it's like this is what I think about. This is what I feel, you know, this is, this is where I'm at. And this is something that I cared about. And so it comes out in the art, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I'm stoked. I'm stoked of, of the direction that, that things are going on a popular pop, pop scale mm -hmm. that it's getting trendy to say, Hey, that's <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Um, fish sticks, fish sticks. <laughs> But yeah, so it's rad, and and even I'm um, I'm on the the board of the directors of the Domestic Violence Action Center, and um, you know the stuff that they have to deal with is it's phenomenal, it's it's crazy, and you know, and they've been in operation for fifty years now. And Which domestic violence is is definitely a, a part of Waikiki the film. Totally, I mean, it's I wouldn't say like this is a movie about domestic violence or this is a movie about homelessness. It's a movie about Hawaii, and those are things that take place here. Um, and uh, actually, in pretty much all uh, all indigenous peoples that have gone through a colonization, like with us, with America or New Zealand or Japan or the Philippines, any of those places pretty much the issues we have here are the exact same issues in all of those places. And so domestic violence just so happens to be one of them, one of many, you know? Thanks, Captain Cook. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they ate him, didn't they? I mean, like, he, he got his. No. <laughs> they, ju they just cooked him. We didn't okay. eat him. Okay. They cooked Captain Cook. <laughs> That's how I get his name. So excited. So excited <laughs> Captain for that Captain Saute. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're going to be, uh, isn't there a domestic abuse violence thing coming up that you're going to be a part of yeah so we're hosting uh it's at encore on uh on tuesday the what is that the 15th excellent because in the next podcast coming up next with kings of spade we've got encore in here serving us cocktails look oh, at that perfect. how yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah. look at that yeah, synergy yeah they're so rad they're hosting in a well, we're gonna have a couple of speakers and what we noticed with 
with DVAC is that because of all of this hashtag me too stuff, all of a sudden you have companies coming out of nowhere like, hey, we just want to make sure we're on the right side of history and that we can check it off of our box, mm-hmm. that we paid attention to that thing. Um, so we've been hosting these little talk stories and kind of Pauhana get togethers where you can come have a drink on us and and uh, hear some authentic stories and see how you can be a part of the solution. Excellent. Waikiki, the film, currently in post-production. There is a Kickstarter on March 25th at the Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, free drinks and food, courtesy of Flash. Uh, <laughs> come and see the film. Meet Danielle Zalapani. I hope I said your name right, Danielle. Uh, Love you, Danielle. Uh, Peter Shinkoda, uh, Jason Quinn, uh, and of course, uh, Christopher uh, Kahunahana. Uh, Kahunahana, who just <sighs> is amazing. Um, he's such an incredible person to behold, anyway. Wow. Isn't he? He's kind he of really just a is. special Someone has a man crush. I kind of do. Like, every time he walks into the room, like, I'm drawn to him because your, your fish sticks get excited. He's like, well, any, anytime somebody it's has a. the smell of alcohol, actually. Maybe. It's or, literally just the smell of alcohol. Anybody who has a bigger personality than me, I just. So I, 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 everybody. I, oh, yeah, yeah. Flashy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. You where, guys are so supportive. Thank you so much. Where can we uh, find you on socials and all that for the you and the film and everything? Uh, mine's boring. If you if you really are interested in seeing a lot of pictures of my dog, feel free to go to Nicole Forever on Instagram. <laughs> if not, definitely go and follow Waikiki the film uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. And our Kickstarter can be found at waikikithefilm.com slash Kickstarter. Beautiful. All right, coming up on the next episode after this, we've got Kings of Spade in the studio. They've got some exciting things coming up, and along with, like I said, Encore Saloon, having some cocktails. Hey, that's it. So if you liked what you heard, which which is unlikely, but that's fine. (laughs) But if you did, tell your friends. Yes, how would I tell my friends? How how does this iHeart app podcast thing work? Really, really good. Look up. You <laughs> see you see those three dots at the top of the screen there on the right? Click that. That's the uh, the okay. share button. Check. Got and it. then you can uh, email it, you can text your friends, you can copy the link, you could post it on social media. Yeah. Just post it on social media. We don't I, want I was, you to text your friends or email them. We want every we want as many people mm-hmm. to know about this as possible. So yeah. don't be shy. And don't forget to follow us on social. I'm at DJ Maleko. I'm at Flashy808. That's Flashy with two E's. Or I guess if you turn the still talking. If like, you turn the push up. notifications on on uh. your on your app, then it will automatically tell you. I'm not listening. That there's I've a new show coming up. Left the room. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, I so want to hear more. <laughs> hey! 